You know what my favorite thing about the fall is? What? Cornbread. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know, how... even know how to continue with that. Oh, I got an update here. Yeah? Cornbread's good. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I looked up Iowa, Michigan, ESPN, clicked the first thing, and it mm-hmm. was uh, Mich- it, it was basketball. Last night? And uh, they still, it was the number three Michigan Wolverines beat the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, who was number nine, 79 to 57. Last night? Franz Wagner went off. My wife made meatloaf and cornbread. It was one of my favorite little fall dishes. What the heck? That was a highlight of my last 10 days. Okay, remember this was supposed to be this amazing Hawkeye, ba- uh, Hawkeye mm. week of sports? Mm-hmm. Yup. And then the Hawkeye team was like doing just as good as my immune system has been this week. Yeah, uh, I'm so sorry that the game was so bad <laughs> that it, <laughs> it has made you ill the past uh, week. It, turned, it auto-immuned me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been. You went on dialysis. <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> Laying in the bed. Right. I, I, that's not good. So yeah, if, it, if anyone listening is wondering why I sound like a moron, it's because not, not uh, the vid, not the COVID. No, no, I tested negative. So that's all good. All is well. I'm just, you know, got a little baby back cold. And uh, Brian Ferentz came to my house, coughed in my mouth, and gave me whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever sickness he's working with. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, in case you guys didn't know, I will play it in a football game this week. Played played an interesting choice of words there. Uh, um, they appeared. They, they existed. On, they uh, uh, they drove the bus. They drove. I thought you were going to say drove the ball. I'm like, uh, yeah, baby, for the first drive. Yeah, baby. Okay, so what was weird, Jordan? Okay, it was fourteen three at halftime. Yeah. It was like a winnable game in any mm-hmm. normal sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we and looked, then, we looked good in the first drive. I'm like, you know what it was? The second half was like a microcosm of this whole season. So you like early in Iowa's year, like the defense is super sturdy, right? Oh, super good. And then later in the year, it's like, man, they're getting burnt. You know, like they're breaking down. They're on the field all the time. Like they're losing their players, you know. And then the second half of this game was the same thing. It, the I, defense was just constantly on the field, and then all of a sudden it's like big play, big play, big play. All right, we're done. Uh, confession. I did not. I've never walked away from a Hawkeye game this season. It was late at night, and I had to drive from my uh, parents' house, which was about an hour and 15 minutes from my house because we watch all the games on Saturday together. And I'm like, you know what, guys? I have work in the morning. I'm out. I- I'm going to head out. And it, it, they didn't score the 35 to 42 points yet. Yeah, I, I, when I, they scored twenty one in the first quarter. I dipped out during the Purdue game too, but it was yeah, okay. So when the when the opposing team gets to you know, I, I just let's just okay. I, can I'm going to say something that is, might be blasphemous to the hot off tackle podcast world, especially come from me. I'm, I'm ready. It was not Spencer's fault. No, no, I agree. He actually played I, a really good game. I actually thought he was okay in the beginning. It was just it's all game plan. It's all it's all crappy game Jordan, playing. Bad, they were bad. on the fifty yard line. I remember this. I remember this. It was second and twenty five. Yeah, it was like a holding call, right? Or no? Yeah, whatever. Like, something happened. Tripping or something oh, like, like that. Like fifty Forty five yard line. Yeah, they ran. No, twice. it was close to the fifty. Yeah, they, they ran, I know. They ran twice. You know that was. It's like, hey, I wonder if it, these punts will give me it, give me any brownie points. It was fourteen three. 
Hey, Brandon, you know what? I, I think I finally understand. What? You know, like in basketball, like the saying, like you get the ball in the hands of your best player, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to get it to Taylor, baby. Give him that rock. You know, give it to the punter. His best player. Have, okay, so give I... Give him the ball. They have like this ingenuity. That Potter bomb almost touched out. Oh, oh, that yeah. was so good. I'm like, okay, yeah, I was ready. Drone. Brian's like, all wow. right, I'm Holiday Bowl Brian. And I was, yeah, was like, try a, that was just a that was just a fullback that like didn't know how to run that. No, and should have been like a that And then I love that Michigan did it right back to us and scored. Yeah, like hey, we can score because we have. I mean, props to Michigan; they played a good game. I mean, it wasn't. Oh, they are the second best team in the nation, if not the best. Oh, I don't know. We'll see when they get to. Here's the deal. The guys. thing is, they offensively, beat like anyone but Ohio State. The thing, the thing, like the thing <laughs> about this game is offensively, Iowa. Besides a couple chunk plays, which they obviously had some big plays, like counting stats, they held their they held that running back to three and a half yards a carry. Oh yeah, the defense three. looked great. I yeah. mean, obviously they but, broke, they broke, they mentally broke. Yeah, I mean, how how can you not? Uh, but, they gave up twenty one, and they came up twenty one in the fourth quarter. What was even going in, even going into the fourth quarter, still twenty one to three. It's like, you know, a fighter's chance. There's a part of me that was like, I don't think they want to even try to win so yeah, they were they were broken it was the no no, no i'm talking in like the first quarter so well, it was like, like uh so when, when shudak missed the kick it happens did it suck but i mean it's a pretty crappy miss pretty it, pretty easy one i when i was watching that game with my wife and i i literally said like that's it like that's, oh, bad mojo jojo yeah that's the that's the juju you know mama juju coming out just yep that's it but like, and then they didn't attempt for the end zone. So okay, they ran the ball on third down there. Okay, no, yep. it's this. And by the way, it was like a pitch. So it took them to the right of the of the hash marks, mm-hmm. through in the dead middle. If you're wanting to kick the field goal, it's like third and seven, right? Yeah, why not lie, run it, the, run it left? Oh, uh, yeah. throw the ball into the end zone, and if it's an incomplete pass, you kick the ball. Yeah, you're not sitting at the right hash. Uh, my parents made a great point. My mom actually made this point. She said. I don't believe the wide receivers, besides Potterbaum, took a step in the end zone that entire game. No, probably not. Not a single... No, they like literally did not put their feet in the end zone. No, I don't think so. Are we out of our mind? It was a, poor, it was a really poorly called game. So, I was... They were, they were out-handled, but it wasn't necessarily like all Hutchinson. Like, I didn't think... I wasn't sitting there thinking like, oh, it's the time, it's the pressure. I just thought like, man... There's no game plan here. How many what, overall sacks, right? Um, yeah, only one. Sacked. Oh, no. One I, time. The one players, time. it felt weird. This is a weird game. I've never been one to blame offensive uh, coaching. This was one game where I went, it's not the players. And I honestly thought, and, and if anyone's listening to this podcast, they know how much I've been rooting for Padilla. I thought bringing him in was a really bad decision. Oh yeah, me and too. maybe Spencer was hurt. They said he was like upper torso injury. I don't, I don't know how far I believe that. He Padilla came in was ten for fifteen. Oh yeah, great, but forty yards, two and a half yards of completion. It literally dink and dump. Everything was ver- there was literally nothing vertical. I don't know why there was nothing vertical, but I don't know. You know what, Brandon? Here's what. Here's the takeaway. Okay, you ready for the takeaway? Tomorrow's another day. No, okay, so we lost the game. That's five. a takeaway. We actually are just, going to a great bowl. Yeah. 
Yeah, a nine-win SEC team. Yes, it, this is that's what's so weird about this year, Jordan. Is that it's not that big of a it yeah? Is it's a really not that big of a deal. Ten and two, a ten and three year. The, the best thing that could have, I mean, the best case scenario is like they get a Rose Bowl berth, which would have been cool. Yeah, but which, like, I mean, this offense okay, is so you get to play broken. Utah. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what a month gives them, if anything. Hopefully. All right, if, so I tweeted it, by the way, Jordan. Running on sec, uh, second and 23. Better run. Got to make it a manageable third and 20. And then yeah. the next play, they, ran, they ran on third and 20, and I said fired on the spot. That's instant like, fired. On the, the thing is, line. If you want to play it safe, like, and I understand in some respects playing it safe. On the like, 50. Run, it, run, it, run a screen. On a 50, Jordan? Run, it, run a screen or a draw play, not a freaking... I almost let one go there. I know. Not a not a freaking off tackle handoff. Mm. Like or a handoff <laughs> out of the gun. Like run a draw, run a screen, run something that at least is gonna make the defense think that you're stretching the they field vertically. Punted on fourth and five, only down like what, twenty five points? Yeah, you game gotta over. go for it. No, the game over. No, they gave up. That's literally yeah, saying just, we wanna get out of here as fast as possible. Yeah, like, you know what? Let's move on. Let's get down to Florida. I mean, and then like I I I tweeted, I'm like, oh, the defense is going to break once here, and the offense just won't help them. It, it was like, it was so, okay, so this is what's weird. Now let's get into this. So, yes, 10-win season, happy. If you like normal, if you would ask me 10-win season, oh, my God. In the Big Ten, uh, beating some at the time, good teams. Uh, they're going to go play a nine-win SEC team. The Citrus Bowl is like, if there were, you know how they have like the New Year's Six Bowls? If they wanted to make yep. it like the New Year's 10, Citrus would have been a part of that. You know, it's yep. that next layer of bowl. It's a really, really good bowl. Uh, it does kind of sting that Michigan State is going to a BCS bowl. Because I'm like, I, in my brain, I, I'm like, oh, that could have been Iowa. But Michigan State deserves a go. That's, I'm not saying that at all. That's it's a great bowl for them. They only they beat Michigan, the only team that like looks unstoppable. They should go. And they, they got spoiled by Purdue, but who didn't? Um Okay, so you have, Jordan, the worst yeah. offensive, one of the worst, uh, like the, the third worst offense in the Big Ten. Okay. You have the least efficient red zone offense this year, and this has been going on for about five years straight. Yep. How? And you're right. And then you saw the game plan and the game he called this Saturday. I don't give a dang about Jesus Christ himself. How is that man not fired by the time? How did they not go out to dinner that night after they got home? Had, you know, Kirk puts his coach hat on um, not, and take his father hat off and say, Brian, coach friends, I have to let you go. Nepotism is a powerful tool, Brandon. That Come on. Like he, uh, how? Where's his reality check? Where's his wife and and Brian's mother saying, like, this is not okay? Where's Gary Bart? Why would you allow nepotism? Yeah, I would like to see. I'd like to see someone above him pull some if strings. My, if I did that to our son, like if my wife Leah, and I was letting my son fail horribly, and I'm keeping him on because he's my boy. I would expect my wife to reality check me. Like, what is going... Where is the reality check here? Like, what... 
Why is he okay with this level of nepotism? This is like... Your failing son gets put as CEO of the company. I wouldn't be all that surprised if... If something does happen. I really wouldn't. I don't think at all. He's taking a picture with Xavier, which we will get to. That's when it gets happy. Uh, uh, he'll be... You know, he's taking a picture with Xavier... The night before he announced. He ain't going nowhere, dude. Maybe he's not. How? What what justification do you have? And here's my here's what I'm gonna say, Jordan. Kirk Ferenz. You know, I was just praising him last week, right? I think he's still a wonderful guy. There's nothing that is gonna take that away. I truly believe he's at a point in his life. Where he does not care if he wins. Yeah, I think his legacy is already pretty... I don't think it keeps him up at night. He went to bed comfortable that Saturday. Do you know what he said when they just lost 42-3? to I don't know. I I completely ignored almost all postgame because I was was pretty much done. After that embarrassing performance, all those people spent all that money, constantly have watched... Failure after failure, and it was clearly the defense was the only reason we won any game ever. He goes to that team after a 42-3 stinker and goes, I'm so proud of you guys. You're a 10-win team. That's something to be proud of. What? What What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I mean, holistically, like... Like a week later, yeah, okay. Like you know what? I'm happy with this year. We're going to Citrus Bowl. You know that's great. But like right after that, like I don't know that maybe that's just coach talk. Maybe it's just coach talk. Uh, I've been how about this? I've been in high school. But I've been in those, fun- I've been in those locker rooms, Jordan. I've been in the locker rooms where we allowed a touchdown at halftime. Uh, before halftime, okay, we're up like thirty-five to seven. They just scored. Our defensive coordinator like threw a chair into the whiteboard. Now, this is me as a player. This is me as a coach. Like, well, I think, yeah, I think, I think Kirk's just not going to be that fiery guy. I think you might have saw some of that from Phil Parker, but really, a half, like at halftime, he has nothing to be grumpy about. No, it's fourteen to three. Plays. It's a winnable yeah. game at half. It really is. And both touchdowns were like just yeah, kind of fluky almost. Well, yeah, well, just getting beat by big plays. Things longest play, by the way, they've scored seventy-five yard that run. Yeah. Seventy-five yards is the long, longest one they've given up. They're kind of fluky almost. Like it happened. Like. That happens to football teams. There's not. I mean, does he care? Nothing. Does he honestly care if he wins? I. I mean, I'm sure he cares. Just, you're not going to get the fiery person that like you're looking for. You're just not. It's not going to happen. I mean, this is a guy who has screamed. Like we we have 20 years of film on this dude. This is a dude who screamed at refs before. Like I know Kirk can get fired up. Yeah, but he's not very common for him to yell at the locker room. And what was the game that they, I think after Purdue game uh, there was like some talk like, oh yeah, Kirk got mad. Like, <laughs> Like, that was an anomaly. It's um, not his style. It's, I don't think, I think he's at a point where if he won seven games or ten games, it feels the same. As long as he enjoyed the journey. Oh, no, he got to get to eight. Oh, yeah, bonus. He's really yeah. not that highly paid anymore. We used to, we used to laugh at how highly paid he is. He's not, like, comfortably middle. With yeah, how much inflation. There's been gone. a lot of, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, larger contracts being handed out. But, like, at the time, he was, like, the second highest paid in the Big Ten. Um, I mean, overall, it, I mean, it, you really, you looked at the season as a whole going into, you know, a bowl game like this. I mean, it's better than the Outback Bowl. It is. I mean, Citrus, you know we haven't been to the Citrus Bowl, which is what the Capital One Bowl, 2005. 
Yeah, that was the that was the uh, Holloway catch. It's a really good bowl. Like that's where the ten win teams go. Yeah, I mean Iowa wins that game. Hypothetically, they win that game. They're going to be ranked in the top fifteen. Yeah, and it's it, it's funny about this season. Is that it's probably the least fun. Well, it's also be the most fun because we started a podcast and started this journey. But like one of the least fun ten wins I think anyone's ever experienced in their life. It's because all the losses have just been so heartbreaking. They did have that one really good, like, the one win against Penn State, which felt, like, so, like, David versus Goliath triumph. Oh, no, like, we're the Michigan this year. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then you, like, you got your big britches on, and then, like, Purdue comes over and pants you in the middle field, like. And it looked bad doing it. And then then you're like. I would, I want to lose, like, Oklahoma State. That, there are, the losses do feel different. Yeah. Every single loss this year was an embarrassing loss. Yeah, horrible, painful. And mo- and it was the same narrative every single time. Like, oh, the offense is not here today. Oh, Spencer's bad. Padilla- By the way, Padilla's kind of bad. Oh, well, he told you he wasn't the savior. He just Better than- has di- he has different limitations that are less frustrating. Speaking of the quarterback room, Jordan. Yeah. Now, I... Can we move on? Can we stop? Can we stop talking about Michigan for yes, now? Yes. What I mean, for the rest of our life. Yes. What Big Ten championship? Well, I wasn't. Who? Um, okay, Jordan. I have a scoop. Okay. Ooh. Now it's not take. that big of a scoop because she put it on her Facebook. <laughs> so it's, it's not like, like, it's like I a, investigated journalism. But it's like a it's like a it's like a double scoop ice cream cone. Yeah. Like, if you're not paying attention, this is juicy. Okay. Which you know I ain't paying. You attention. ain't paying that big. See exactly. I found this. I knew you wanted. A quarterback was absent on Saturday, Jordan. Deuce Hogan. Transferred. Yeah, he transferred. He's gone. His mother wrote a letter. Okay. Mama Deuce. Mama Deuce. Amy Geraldine <laughs> Hogan. On Facebook. So it is. she now put it in public. It is now available for criticism. Nah, that's Mama Deuce. <laughs> Mama, du- Mama Deuce. Okay? Okay. This is really. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to read the, I'm, I'm going to read the letter. I want you to live react. It's it's a, it's, it's a roller coaster. Okay, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. This me, is Mama Bear. Let me get close. I'm going to be very calm, okay? I imagine this is Mama Bear protecting Mama or Baby Cub here, but... A letter to my son. Thoughts? That's she started too. a Facebook post called A Letter to My Son. That's interesting. Okay. okay. Son, you astound me. Watching you weather the storm with grace makes me, this mama so proud. There is no doubt that God... Gave you the answer you asked for. You had no option. Everyone inside the facility knows it. I know how hard this has been. I know you were promised opportunities that never manifested. I know you watched patiently, uh, albeit a painful, as all the reps were ran without you. I've seen the film. I've heard those that were there every day and say you were the most talented. I've read the texts. I've listened to the testimonies of the teammates that were so perplexed as to why you weren't starting. I've heard the voicemails. I know the impo- the apology was sincere. Too late, but sincere. I know the tears that were shed by your teammates, managers, trainers, teachers, shop owners, and friends in Iowa City when you said goodbye. Stunned, saddened, hurt. I heard... Your teammates tell you you've always been their quarterback, even willing to go where you end up. I know that your name, Mahomes, 
as a nickname for your teammates. From your teammates. I know you're a patient man, and your time was coming, inevitable. And all the things that the fans were waiting for is in you. And even though it was a brutal wait, you were more willing, with no malice, unlike your mother. I know I am unbelievably grateful. Lost my spot. It's, it's a bit of a bit of thing. I'm unbelievably grateful for the man you are. You're a mighty man of God. You have impacted many already in your lifetime, and this is only the beginning. I am one of many. Buying a one-way ticket to your drive home with you, a whirlwind of goodbyes, and a 20-hour road trip will forever be etched into my memory. It was a privilege to witness you during your time. Kind, positive, thoughtful, confident, phone blowing up with text, calls, chats, and offers. We will soon see what is next. We may not know the future, but we do know God does. Side note. For those who do not know what happened, Deuce did not leave Iowa because of playing time. The head coach slandered him in a press conference. Very out of character for the coach. He was trying to be unfun uh, trying to be funny. Unfortunately, there was no back talking on his mistake. He has since apologized to Deuce, the team, and the media. But Deuce cannot play for him, and everyone in the facility understands why. How about that? You want to know my first reaction? It is a kind of a whimsical mommy. Calm down. I know, me too. Oh, come on, mama bear. Everything, first of all, talking about like, oh, all these lives you're going to impact, the dude's playing football. Well, like, come on. Come on. No, this is... So it's so dramatic. Maybe so if Deuce Hogan. Okay, so get, yes, hold on. No, 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 no. If Deuce, if, if Deuce Hogan can't get over like a little ingest comment by Kirk, which he shouldn't have made. Do you know what the? You want to know the exact comment it was, guys? So I know we mentioned well, this. So let me let me give I, him context. I think I know. I think I know where Deuce gets his dramatic, uh, <laughs> his dramatic personality okay. from. So apparently, this is the comment, and this is not apparently. I mean, he said to the media, he goes, okay, so. We mentioned this before, but I have a little. I can say it a little better now that I kind of know what he said. So Spencer and Padilla were out sick with the flu, and Hogan was getting first, uh, first team reps. Kirk said, "I'd rather just stay home if he's our starting quarterback on Saturday." He would then go to the lose forty-two to three. So I think what is that Kirk the is irony? Saying, I think what Kirk is saying, what he was intending to say, was like, "You don't want to go into a Big Ten championship with a quarterback who's never started a game." Mm, it did kind of sound like he sucks. It's not like I don't know, I, but I don't think he's trying to say, "Oh, Deuce Hogan specifically is bad." It's like you don't want to go into a he game. He did say Hogan. Remember, he na he named him. He said I shouldn't. Have no, him. no, I know, I understand, I understand. But what I'm saying, I think, is his intention was saying that like this is a quarterback that's never played a football game at college level. Like you don't want to go to a Big Ten championship with him. Not like oh, Deuce Hogan sucks because I think, I mean, obviously the kid's talented, or he wouldn't still be on scholarship. Georgia offers. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, poor choice of words. And but like but to thing, quit your team after two, a year and a half? That's that's college football. I guess. That so what do you? Okay. Football. So now take away the hilarity because it was kind of like okay, calm down, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, drama. Now let, let's get to like what what if, what if she's true, saying okay, let's get to like the, what she was saying in terms of I listened to testimonies of teammates that were so perplexed why you weren't starting. And the nickname of Holmes that apparently all the teammates called him. Yeah, I mean, 
what what do you th- here, here the thing is like if he becomes an NFL like like Justin Herbert I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, that's going to suck. But like first of all, teammates are going to hype him up no matter what. They're not going to be like, "Oh, you suck." Right? Like he's eventually going I mean, in line to eventually be a starting quarterback. He's a quarterback, right? Yeah. He's a he's an underclassman. So he's and like giving him a nickname, what does that mean? No, oh, nothing. So you don't read into like all that too much. No. No, no, no. I kind of did. It it was weird and justified what we always thought. What is Deuce Hogan going to tell his mom that his teammates are saying about him? Mom, they think I suck. No. (laughs) Mom, mom, my teammates love me. I've been trying so hard. Like, they want me to play more. Mommy, can you make me some brownies? Like, okay. No. no, Isn't that insane, though? Yeah. It's it's sad that, like, it's sad to see someone leave in that fashion because I. Obviously, know nothing about Deuce Hogan besides like good practice reports. He's a high, how he's a high recruit, a borderline five star. But like, someone you wanted in the program, yeah, definitely. But the reality is, like, even if it's ooh, was it about playing time? That that was certainly still a factor. If he was going to be the starter next year, he'd have laughed. Apparent, that off. But you mentioned it, and then I've read now the report. So obviously, Jordan, you're a a uh, highly touted journalist, but you did say Labasse was beating him, and apparently Labasse was beating him. Yeah, there's been some rumors that he was like his oh, like fourth quarterback in the a Lapis. It might be Lapis. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't read that much into it. Okay. I don't. He's he's bygones be bygones. Him and Tyrone Tracy are no longer on my team. Oh, yeah, Tyrone Tracy. Uh, did we call that guys seven weeks ago? Yes. Yeah. We knew that was Which coming. Is, it's better for I him. hope all the Hawkeye off tackle podcast people, the listeners, were not surprised. They're like, wow. It's better for the program. It's better for him. It's better for him. Apparently, he's a great guy. He's leaving really proud and, like, you know, always he Iowa would, home. He would, he would be a distraction, and uh, Deuce Hogan would have been a distraction, too. Yeah, now you can kind of honestly, and Labas, uh, I'm going to call him Labas until I hear otherwise. Labas is uh, on the timeline. Yep. A little bit. I mean, the thing, well, the reality is. Not the reality, but unless we see a transfer out of one of the two quarterbacks that played on Saturday, then I mean Padilla's a sophomore. He's going to be there for three years. Uh Carson May, four-star quarterback, committed to Iowa, uh, Texas. Uh, so apparently he's very good. Peters, some... Peters number two, six-five, two twenty. Does that sound like in white, guys? So does that sound like anything you know? Pro style. All right, so I got some questions for you, Jordan. Then we're going to get to Xavier. Okay. Hmm. All right, from Wisconsin Hawkeye. Any oh, other school? Mm, would... Not sure how I feel about that name. Well, okay, you could, I'm from I'm Minnesota Hawkeye. Yeah, but I don't like you. Did you see the uh, the scoreboard said Iowa Buckeyes at the at Lucas Oil? That's embarrassing. Anywho, uh, from Wisconsin Hawkeye, any other school would fire their offensive coordinator after this season? True or false? Yeah. No, not any other school. Any other situation where your offense in high school in high school they would be i'm not even this is i'm just saying like this is why like they always talk about like don't go into business with your your family here you go Mm -hmm. don't hire your son's offense coordinator get him a glowing reference so that he can go coach go be a tight end no go be a tight end coach for the lions call up call up mark stoops and be like hey you got a spot for brian yeah at kentucky there you go there you go we'll be seeing him so you got like a reference all right why does the Iowa program continue to accept? Who does? Oh, sorry. Who's my bad. My bad. Thank you, Jordan. I I A eighteen forty six. So Iowa eighteen forty six. Okay. 
Why born died a long time ago? Born when Kirk was. That's really nice that you had his. Uh, <laughs> I shared the same birthday. Yeah, you shared. Uh, anyhow, uh, why does the Iowa program continue to accept mediocrity, a quarterback and offensive coordinator, which is true with like Greg Davis on that, and not make changes? I would love someone else to take this on because I can't figure it out. Uh, I'm going to give you the answer that you don't want to hear. I want. I want all the answers that I don't want to hear. It's the answer that no one wants to hear, but it's a sad reality. Like, what else are you expecting? A uh, spread spread style offense, like uh, every good team. Even not, not every big, not every Big Ten team. Yeah, but the thing is, to, to run an offense like that, you have to have the athletes to do it. We, this is okay, Jordan. You're getting a little crazy with this athlete crap. We're not a bunch of. I was not okay, getting Tyrone a, Tracy. Okay, he's Tyrone a, he's Tracy. A good he just, is he? He was just bad at the receiver. Have you spot. seen him try to get reception? Uh, have you seen him Jordan, try to get separation Jordan, at the line? We might, Jordan. We might, we might not have a top ten recruit class, but we have a top twenty five a lot of times. You also have to have a quarterback that can do it too. Yeah, Jesus, Jordan. Not everyone's a bunch of farm kids from Harlan. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't think he's talking about like, oh, you see the question. I don't think he's saying like, oh, why don't we change our offense? Have you style? seen what Keldon Johnson looks like? I think what he's asking is why are we okay with going like eight and five, eight and four, ten and three? No, having the one of the worst offenses in the Big Ten for six years and not doing anything about it. That's what he asks. That's basically what he's asking. Read the question again. Why does Iowa program to continue to accept mediocre mediocrity at quarterback and OC and not changes? Uh, okay, okay, okay. At quarterback and oh, well, first of all, quarterback. No, he likes the around. program. It's just the quarterback OC, which has I been a problem. Yeah. since. Yeah. Ever. Okay. Okay. So I misheard his question. So at OC, we just answered that. Like it's nepotism. It's idiotic. It shouldn't be happening. I fired anywhere else, even in high school. at quarter at quarterback. For, there's a, there's a couple problems, and we've talked about this all year long. If you've listened, if you haven't, go back and listen to him now. There is a quarterback problem in Iowa, and it's multifaceted. Number one, it's stylistically. Quarterbacks don't want to come to Iowa. Number two, they haven't built a history of any quarterbacks being successful at Iowa and then moving on to the next level and being successful. And like like three in a row. And number three, they, re- they recruit the same tile quarterback over and over and over again so that they Six, can hand five, the ball off. runs a 4-5-40 dash. Yeah, a guy that has a strong arm, right, that's a big quarterback who doesn't necessarily provide anything from an athletic standpoint. And... College football is moving the other way. I mean, most you look at right now. Look at the rookie quarterback class. Even Mac Jones, super athletic. Yeah, even Mac. Even Jones. Mac Jones can run. Oh yeah, he can move a bit. Trevor Lawrence, he can move. Super move. Right. I mean, Trey Lance, move. Justin Fields is probably the least athletic of all of them. He's, but he's not, you know, a, a stick in the mud. So Jack Wilson, Gard- Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of stuck in the past and you probably won't see i mean like someone like brad banks right who was here oh, a decade stop. ago oh my god so like lovely that was an anomaly and Look we were the, one of the best seasons we ever had by the way just go back and i mean like cj bethard was an anomaly for iowa do you remember how athletic he was and for how hard iowa it was for him to get a start yeah i mean but as an iowa quarterback like he's had legitimate mobility and look how good the look how good the offense was that year because of that. That question, by the way, had a lot of comments. Um, I'm just gonna kind of read them quickly. Uh, Wisconsin Hawkeye actually commented them. We can't recruit flat out. Uh, we, I'm, I'm sorry, that's a little bit. I, I'm curious because I know not every four star can be a winner, but our quarterbacks 
have never not been a four-star quarterback. No, I don't see. I, I think he's a. I think he's close. I, and I think maybe it's it's not so much that they can't recruit. It's who they're recruiting. Big slow. It's <laughs> they're 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 stuck in pro style. And honestly, like it's there's a reason that a, not a lot of teams. I mean, Alabama doesn't do it anymore. There's a reason a lot of teams, not a lot of teams, still stick to that. Like uh, AJ McCarron was a like a three-time national champion, but they still moved yeah. on to athletic quarterbacks. Yeah, it's 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 really really tough to win college football games in pro style offense. It's a reason not very many teams to do it. And then they always talk about like quarterbacks in the NFL, right? It's like, oh, he didn't come from a pro, pro style offense. He used to be like a a knock. Like, oh, he's never taken a snap under under Seven. center. Like, well, yeah, most of them don't now. Even in uh, from Los Angeles High School, I mean, the IMG at, Academy, and all of them. Look at the Minnesota. Like, look at how Minnesota ran their or Illinois ran their offense against us. Like, out of the shotgun. All right, so he continues. We have a talented player, so it looks bad. Uh, this is IA. Uh, when you're bad at quarterback and coaches don't know what they're doing or how to use the talent that is there, Wisconsin Hawkeye says, talent coaching on defense, offensive line is better than average. Not this year. No talent or recruiting for offensive players, running backs, fighters, receivers, quarterbacks. Again, I kind of disagree. We do get four-star guys. Like, again, you're, everyone keeps thinking like Jordan here, that we're, just, that we're getting Van Meter running backs. Like, no, we're getting... Four star, number five running back from Florida, like that's no, who they, we are getting. Like they are, but you're, you're not getting like. First of all, Iowa's not going to get world class athletes. I mean, even like even places like Wisconsin, they don't. They, that's not that level of athlete. Michigan gets some of them. Well, but we, we did just like, get a five star. They're just not a whole lot of creativity in using the the people they have around it and it's like it's the creativity you know, of it that's what yeah really it's really is. a creativity thing and Dude, it's, it's, arlen bruce and, and keegan johnson would be a great athlete on any program and i guarantee you that when we come back and we're doing this in three years and we're talking about those guys as seniors they're oh, gonna be remember, remember last i mean people forget last year you know smith marcet and brandon smith were fantastic receivers for and great athletes oh my god talk about crazy obviously athletes. less than like arlen bruce keegan johnson after really good starts yep so like there are athletes there they're not, they're not Alabama wide receivers. They're not. But there's the, the the what compounds that issue is that there's zero creativity. Yes, that's true. Okay. When you look at you look at like how watch it. Go watch like this the championship games that are coming up. Go watch how Alabama gets the ball down the field. It's all, it it's, all, it's almost always to the sideline. Yep. I mean, when's the last time? And first of all, I don't know. Spencer watch an NFL even, game, man. When's the last time you saw? A like a seven yard dig where the receiver breaks to the sideline and is thrown for an easy six yards at yep. Iowa. Yep. I don't know if I saw one this year. Never in my life. All right, Jordan. Next question. Trey Ball ninety six. When will Iowa learn that neither friends knows how to run an offense and doesn't uh, have the slightest clue how to scout a quarterback? I've talked about this. I, this is one of my most famous little uh, twelve minute um, rants on the uh, incompetency of the quarterback. It's not. This is if I'm. I'm a hungry coach, right? Kirk's not hungry anymore, in my opinion. He just isn't hungry. He's okay if he wins his nine games, if he wins ten. If it's, a, if it's all about the journey, it's all he really cares about. He, he like almost accepts that he's never going to be hungry again. So, I, if I'm Gary Barda, which probably also is a little been there too long, but I'm making the decisions. I'm Kirk today because I'm I'm twenty. I'm a, the young Kirk. I'm putting off, taking off my, or even Brian. I'm taking off the father hat and I'm letting Brian go and I'm going to say it's time for you to accept a position somewhere else. Okay? Yep. And and then Ken O'Keefe, I would then go to him who's also very old 
who has been there a long time. Almost nepotism, but not family. Uh, already cro- been let go once. Cronyism. No, he didn't get let go. He went to the Dolphins. No, well, he got moved on. Uh, it's He also... It's not like he took a big upgrade. He went to be like a, a skill position coach like for only wide receivers at the Dolphins. It's not like he was their OC. Right. True. Um... I would tell so Ken O'Keefe you know, either. I'm, I'm going to give you sure some options, Ken. Like, since oh, I've, Ken O'Keefe's moving up in the world. I've known you, Ken, for 30 years. But the I'm thing gonna... is, to answer his question, yeah, it's it's we. It comes back to one one central point, and that's Brian. Brian Brian is just really and bad, guys. we know that nothing's going to happen. I mean, it doesn't seem like it. The seat has to be getting warmer, but. I'm not sure that we're going to see an immediate resolution uh, of this issue. Uh, there's there's a real chance he's your head coach, guys. Like, buckle in. And what if, he, okay, you want me to be uh, glass half full for no reason? There's a chance he's a better head coach than he is a, uh offensive coordinator. Because he would hire an offensive coordinator. Because there's obviously been good things Brian has done. There's a real chance that he would just hire that position off. And kind of monitor and work on individuals like offensive line and tight ends, which he's incredible, uh, knows how to do. Um, Jordan, you're calling me? Less of... Yeah? What you doing? I'm talking. No, you're not. Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? No. You're muted, Jordan. Yeah, yeah I know. You haven't been talking for like five minutes of the podcast. Oh, I'm talking on... They, they hear me. I cannot hear you. That is... Yeah, it just says you're muted. I have no idea. Okay. You're not... You can see it. It's not picking you up. It's picking me up on the, uh, the thing, though. Oh, very weird. Sorry, guys. Okay, so I'm going to hang up with Jordan real quick. Sorry for that like weird pause. Apparently, um, we lost connection. Got you now. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that was weird. So, we lost connection for no reason. Literally zero reason. No one hit a button or anything. We just decided uh, he couldn't hear me anymore. But I believe you guys continue to hear me. So, what I was saying, Jordan, because yeah, like, you were interrupting me when I was trying to make a point. Well, good, because I'd like to interrupt you. Um, yeah, very nice. About Ken O'Keefe, I would take off my hat. I would put, sit down, Ken. It's time to retire or you're fired. Uh, Brian, it's time to move on. But there's a real chance, Jordan, that Brian is going to be the head coach. No, please no. And there's an also, you want me to be glass half full? I'm going to make the argument right now that he would be a better head coach than an offensive coordinator. I agree with you. Because he would probably have the wherewithal to hire out the position. And he knows how his father ran, where you trust the OC no matter what, and have a long relation stuff. That he would hire out the offensive coordinator position and never play call again. I think that there's, I mean, like some modernization that he would bring. The only thing that he did bring some good stuff. His judgment lapses to me. I mean, I'm kind of. You know, obviously, like that scandal last year. Last year, like I don't know how involved he was. We'll find I out just, by the, the course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sold that that's still the right play. 
And uh, so right, what's our ne- what's our next question here on Twitter? We don't have any more questions, but okay. we do have the greatest news that has ever happened. Wee woo, wee woo, Mercy Bod. Okay. okay, no, it's not the greatest news that has ever He's happened. He's the number one. Okay. Mm. Um. Yeah, you're right. Mega stuffed orders was. He was the number one <laughs> recruit Iowa's ever had. Highest ranked recruit ever, even over Epinesa. Yeah, no, this is good stuff. Our boy. Unbelievable. I did not think it was going to happen. Xavier Nawamka. I believe I heard his name correctly. Nawamka. Yep. Committed. Five-star. Number one safety in all of high school football. Every state. Every kid. He is the number one safety. Apparently an absolute boom daddy. Ranked uh, 20th nationally in overall position. And for he, overall, overall a ranking. And he committed to Iowa, and it was uh, um, basically not even a chance. And I, I know you saw his. So he did take a picture. You said it was Brian. It's not. It was Phil Parker and, and Neiman. I love me some Neiman, right? <clears throat> I know you do. Um, so, and then, like, I think not long after he sent a little tweet to his old buddy, Caden Proctor, trying to get him to join. Yeah, I was going to say, apparently, uh, while at the uh, – already there, at the when he committed, a 2023 offensive line, Caden Proctor, said Xavier's already working on him to join Iowa. And also Kyle Casper, who is a four-star wide receiver, um, he just see that right? – Proctor may visit Iowa on Sunday for an unofficial visit. Yeah, he, Pro- Proctor's I mean, coming, so guys. Proctor, Proctor's a year behind, yep. but he's actually even higher rated than – And he's coming. Six eight. He's ranked like number eleven, eleven in his or number seven in his. uh, One of his best friends in his world, uh, best friends just committed to Iowa, Notre Dame, Ohio State. This is great news. Unbelievable. This is absolutely great news. But we, Brandon and I, were talking about this earlier today. I have to bring this point up because I want fans. Not only that, but like, if I could get in Kirk's ear right now, like if I was his, uh, you know, what do they call those, like. advisors you know on the side and they just ask him a question so we've seen a massive shift in college athletics you're finally a good point here and how the oh shut up (laughs) and and how the transfer portal has changed the role of a coach in not only recruiting players but maintaining players and i think actually uh venable the new coach of Oklahoma was talking about this this week. You have to be active in not only bringing in new players and, you know, keeping your recruiting classes strong, but making sure that, I mean, Iowa lost like almost all of its 2020 tra- uh, class, almost all of it left. Wow. It, it, insane amount of players from the 2020 recruiting class are no longer with the Iowa Hawkeyes. So now you get Xavier Wagpa, right? Yep. And if they give him the Epinesa treatment, when Epinesa was not started, as an early player and now he's like the the transfer portal the transfer portal was not the same no it was not as easy for them to leave they had to show hardship to do so that is not the case if they think that they can take a top 20 player in his recruiting class uh arguably apparently uh again you can't do this but projected to be a first round draft pick if they think that they can let him sit around for two years, a year, even even let's let's say maybe he's not going to be full star, but if he doesn't have a package or not playing on special teams, at coming least, up Belton, yeah, Belton position, they uh, are absolutely they they will lose him as fast as they got him. He compares, that's the, 
that's the sad and the re- the sad thing in some respects, but the re- also empowering thing for players. But the reality of of college athletics right now, like, and in Iowa, this isn't Alabama. If that happens in Alabama, if you lose Joe Smith, the five star, John Smith, the four and a half stars <laughs> right behind him. So, like, if you get an all all time talent like this, I mean, just look at Quinn Ewers, the guy that just left Ohio State, literally. Number one his, recruit, higher rated literally, than Arch Manning. Literally changed his his delegation to come out a year early to get money from NIL and go play at Ohio State. And then obviously, like, Ohio State has a great quarterback right now, Stroud. So, like, he moves on. They lost the top-rated quarterback in the class. And uh, arguably, well, I believe it was the and he left Ohio- rated quarterback besides Arch Manning. And he left Ohio State. Mm. So do not be surprised. If come the end of next season, if something, if, if there are things that are different though, Jordan. So now I'm gonna counter you, okay? Uh, kids from Iowa, Ayers is from Texas. He ain't from Ohio State. He yeah, no, that's up true. Dreaming about being Ohio State. Two, um, why he chose Iowa? So he was he was on the fence, guys. He was like, mm, I don't know. He went to, um, the Penn State game. Yeah, and the. Fans were unbelievable. Apparently, the atmosphere of that game was just like the greatest ever in the history of Hawkeyes. That's what a lot of people said. And they said, we want X. We want X. Chanting that, his name. And he said, from there on, it was basically no doubt. All the little visits, all the coaching, all the liking Notre Dame tweets and liking uh, Ohio State tweets, and occasionally liking a Hawkeye one. It was basically just fake. He knew. It just We just know that it's... You know how fast it can sour. Uh, Jack Corner. Jack Corner is graduating. This is literally. Yes. It could not be more perfect. So it, it it's not the exact position that he plays. Yeah, I mean, he's not really the traditional like free safety. He's more of a strong safety. Yes, he is. But he, uh, according to uh, at least CBS Sport, CBS Sport compares him to Derwin James. Like that's yeah, his more, biggest comparison. Yeah, but he. Yeah, but he's more playing like. In the box. Here's the full uh, evaluations, very quick. Excellent size to go along with an athletic build and solid wingspan. Able to bend his loose hips that allow him to get out of in and out of breaks. Burst and closing speed make a player who displays great range, whether it's getting off the hash in a 2D, blah, 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 blah. Okay? So, yep. a, and um, so I, a, a multi-year Power 5 starter who has a skill set to be an all-conference performer in an early round draft pick. He's... He's got decent size, but he's not six huge. 6'2", like 190. I really think That's that he big. could fit into that free safety spot he's pretty well. He's 10 pounds away. He's 10 pounds away from like NFL size. And he'll, and he'll get that in the offseason. He'll get that in the summer. And yeah, if you look at him, he has great genetics. Like his, yeah. he has a good frame. He's going to be huge. He's going to be ma- very muscular. Um I really think he like could potentially play that cash position too. Yeah, I think it's a great spot. And I think that's where the NFL is kind of moving anyway. The weird yeah. thing about Xavier is that he's just a winner. And what I mean by that is that, like, when the game's on the line, for some reason, he blocks the yeah, extra Yeah, block bond. Yeah, and, and obviously played, you know. Uh, he ways. caught a Hail Mary pass. Yeah, so he's playing some both ways. Yeah. Oh, he had, like, I, uh, he had like 900 yards total offense and, like, 14 touchdowns. Yeah. No, I mean, in, in, in high, school, high school. Yeah, oh, yeah I'd athlete. be giving him the ball all day, too, by getting rocked right and right. he's punt returning. He's a punt returning too. That'd be interesting to see if that probably continues. not worth it. The risk. I mean, he, uh, yeah, those pictures were bobbly the day he told the he officially told them. But obviously, the coaches might have known from the start too. Like, they're sure, well, I'm sure they've known for at least a while, a little bit. 
to get Xavier is no joke uh, because that means you're probably getting Caden Proctor. I was going to be... I mean, that's like three... If they get Caden Proctor, which now my money's about 90%, um, an Iowa boy from Iowa, his best friend just went to Iowa, and then Tristan Wirfs, you've I shared Jordan that sat, has not allowed a pressure <laughs> this season. It's like or something week that. eight. It sounds like week eight. Insane, something crazy. Okay, so or eight it, weeks. Yeah. So it's two positions that I was incredible at developing. Like, it, it's literally yep. perfect. Um, it, this is a slam dunk in my mind. Day one starter after Jack, and just let him go to work. And he, I'd love, to, I'd love to see him start. Uh, it has to. I mean, he might. Maybe he's not ready. I don't know. But. He did say three to five years. He said that when he put the hat on. Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyhow, yeah. I hope not five because that means he's on the bench for three years. Yeah, no, then he has to redshirt. Okay, so he joins. By the way, uh, a recruiting class: Aaron Graves, four-star offensive lineman. Uh, Jacquees Patterson, uh, running back, three-star. Caden uh, yep. Crawford, uh, three, Lyman. almost four-star lineman. Uh, Caleb Johnson, an incredible athletic, four, now rated, just got rated, four-star running back. Uh, he has videos. He's a great follow on, like, Twitter and Instagram. Like, that dude mm-hmm. puts so many workout videos. This guy's what we want, baby. Um, and Carson May, who we talked about a little Carson bit. Carson May, four-star quarterback from Texas. We all know what that's like. Uh, and a bunch of other, like, uh, you know, three-star wide receiver. Kyle Casper, who is the son of uh, a Casper who was a wide receiver for Iowa in the 90s. Um, his son is a four-star. So there's a good chance that we're going to also get a four-star wide receiver. Certainly is a good start to the uh, – rec- I mean, a two, having two four-stars coming in class, that doesn't happen for Iowa very often. We get four-stars. We get, like, six four-stars a year. It's the, yeah, it's, but, it's well, the no, but, five. Well, he's, I mean, so Longpo is like listed four or five star, depending on which site. Like Rivals has been a five. 24-7 has been just under. I mean, he's a five. Yeah. Come on. Uh, number I mean, one safety. Number one safety. And number 15 player in his class. Yeah. 11, according to 247. Yep. I, this good is, stuff. Good job, Jamie Neiman. I've joked about your sons a lot because I'd rather but have the Boses just... over the Neimans. Mm, don't think the Boses Not... dad getting uh, Xavier. Now you just gotta, you just gotta retain them. All right, that was a lot of information. A lot of stuff happened, Jordan. Really quick, and I, we're gonna push time, so I'm not gonna go too long. Iowa men's basketball, couple of really tough losses this week. Yeah, uh, against Illinois was is a better team than they've shown opening start of the year. Um, they've had some health issues. They had like literally half their team gone. So, but Iowa played pretty well against both Purdue, even without Keegan Murray and uh, Illinois. I'm still happy and still cop- they're 0-2 in the Big Ten, which makes you know finishing fifth a little harder. But I still think uh, right in the middle of that pack is doable. Jack Nunge would have been perfect on this team. He posted a double-double for an upset win. Uh, Xavier, upset win over yep. Ohio State, did 12-14. and 14. He would have been just like the perfect player for this team. Just yeah, a I dirty just player. Like a, a player I, just does all the work. I, I always like Nunji. I just I can't complain Nungie. if we're going home. Oh, after no, no, losing no. after losing his daddy, yeah, he had to do it. Oh no, yeah. I, that's don't get that mistaken from me. But I just yeah. he would have been a perfect player. Yep. All right, guys. We will be back Monday. Uh with probably a little more loose of a po- a little more loose of a podcast. And uh looking forward to it. Later, y'all.